How much would your life change if you knew every single time someone told you a lie? Even if that someone was you. Lies like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you can't own a business, and you definitely will never make more than you did in your old corporate job. Get ready to be proactive, passionate, productive, and oh so profitable in a way you've never before experienced by opening your eyes to the big fat lies. Now, here's the host of Big Fat Lies, business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer-Lewis. Oh my goodness. Happy Friday, you guys. Happy Friday. I'm so excited to be sharing this information for you, to you, with you today. Ah, yes. So, I wonder if this is the first time that you have tuned into the show, what is Big Fat Lies about? Big Fat Lies is about all of the spaces and places where you believe big fat lies that you've been told about the world, about where you're living, about what your role is in society, about what you're here to be and do. And it's stopping you from being happy. It's stopping you from being healthy. It's stopping you from being wealthy, from having what you came here to have and experience on this planet, this blue marble in the Milky Way galaxy. Now, here's the thing. I stand for you being so freaking happy that people wonder what you're taking. And guess what you're taking? You're taking good care of yourself. And that's the number one thing that you need to be and do and have is taking care of yourself. It's not what we've been told. Absolutely not what we've been told. And so today, I'm going to go into what it takes to stop being an overgiver. Like, just stop. Stop being an overgiver. <laughs> You're probably thinking, well, ooh, I can't do that. All of my life is dedicated to overgiving. Well, here's the thing How do you know all of your life is dedicated to overgiving? Well, how freaking exhausted are you at the end of the day? You might even be exhausted when you wake up because in your sleep, you're overgiving. You're like going into another galaxy and helping them out in your sleep. Gosh, so much overgiving. And so what happens is you don't have enough energy to get to your true genius. There's a lot of stuff that you could be doing during the day. You know, you have your day-to-day -day work. Maybe you work for yourself like I do. And then you also have your household. You also have the people who love you, the people who care about you, the people who you care about, your clients. Like just, there may be, on every, any given day, like a hundred or even a thousand people or even more who are looking for something from you. And so how do you know what to give to them? How do you know if what you're giving to them is beneficial to you? How do you know if they even care that you're having trouble sleeping because you're overworked or you're in active burnout? And 
Like it's just such an interesting conversation. So if this is the first time that you see my face, hi, welcome. And if you're listening on the app or any of the podcast platforms, hello, uh, I would love for you to let me know where you're listening from. So whatever town or city that you're listening from, whereabouts in the world you're listening from, that would be really valuable to me. And then also, have you ever experienced burnout? You know, how many times even a lot of us, like myself, have experienced multiple burnouts because we don't have the correct mechanisms to make choices to not burn ourselves out. You know, you may have grown up in a family where service was the number one love language. It may have been that. However, they also say, put your oxygen mask on first. And that was something that was definitely not taught in my family of origin. It was like, serve first, ask questions later. And so if that feels like you're in the right spot, then please just grab something to drink, grab a notebook and listen along with me and definitely let me know where you're from and definitely let me know if you've experienced burnout. Now, I would say the most significant burnout that I have been through happened in 2014, um, in 2013. Uh, I was lured over to a bigger property management company from the mom and pop property management company that I worked for. And so I was responsible for looking after residential and commercial strata real estate. So in Australia, you would call it strata. I think New Zealand, Canada, it's all called strata. And then in the United States, they're called homeowner associations. And so I was responsible for basically the building itself and the grounds, and then also responsible for any um, disagreements between the people that live there, and then also the budgeting and management and running meetings and all of that kind of stuff. And so in the mom and pop firm, I had a reasonable amount of buildings to look after it was high reasonable because I'm high energy and you know I generally know what needs to be done to be able to keep the wheels greased and and make sure things are well looked after so that firm the the mom and pop firm like at Christmas time I would get like Oh, like bottles of Bailey and bottles of wine and like crudite platters and like fruit and poinsettias and, you know, cards. Like I had so many cards from my buildings and from the people that lived in my buildings that I used to like hang them in my blinds and, you know, like where you take it and you just like slide it over your blinds and have like a complete installation. And uh, so I was going through some like a financial crunch. And so I didn't really ask any questions other than, you know, will these people pay me more? And they offered to pay me a significant amount of money more, like another third of my income more. And, you know, it appeared there was like a good sell job there. It appeared that I, um, I was going to have a similar amount of work when I moved over to this new company. And so what happened was I started with, uh, I think I had about 13 buildings that I was looking after at the mom and pop 
and they said I would have 16 or 17 buildings. And then within short order, I had like 23 buildings, which is an it really is an insane amount of buildings to look after. Even if they only have one or two meetings a year, you still actually have to pay the gardener and you still actually have to make sure that the homeowners aren't killing one another. And also, you know, like dumping garbage, you know, couches in the garbage room and all of the different things. So what happened was I was in fight or flight the whole freaking time. So I didn't actually make great decisions. And recently, I, um, and it's interesting in the next show that I'm going to be doing, I'm going to, um, I'm going to tease it to you right now, I'm going to teach you actually how to make correct decisions. And for you, not to people, please. And so I didn't know how to make correct decisions. And I was in hardcore fight or flight so bad that when I got home at night, I had to have like two stiff drinks. I was turning into Don Draper from Mad Men. I had to have two stiff drinks to like calm down and to be able to be nice to my family. And so I didn't enjoy that. <laughs> I was fully aware that that wasn't a bright choice to have to use alcohol to calm myself down. And so I went to my doctor and she said, well, the first thing I want to know is, you know, like, are you an alcoholic? And I'm like, I, I doubt I am. And so she said, okay, I want you to just not drink anything for two weeks and prove to me that you're not an alcoholic. And so when I wasn't going to work, cause I actually told my work that I needed time off of work. And, uh, so that was okay. I'm definitely not an alcoholic. Um, and then it was funny once I left the person who was looking after my portfolio, she was like, oh my God, you have a shit show portfolio. And I was like, yeah, I know. I've been trying to talk to you guys about this and like back off my workload. And so when it was time for me to go back to my work, like my, my disability was like, well, no, you have to go back to work. And I was too stupid. I didn't hire a lawyer. And um, when it was time to go back to my work, they refused to change my portfolio, like, or cut it back or anything like that. They just refused. And so I ended up, I just quit. I was like, forget it. And so while I was doing the healing work to get out of this burnout, I started really studying consciousness and really started studying some shamanic tools and um, meditation and basically every top shelf guru out there I was really really curious about what I could do to change so that I could be more healthy and so that I could make healthier choices and and it just it, it's been remarkable <laughs> It's been absolutely remarkable because I could have continued that career. I was actually excellent at what I did. And, but it was to the detriment of my own health, to the detriment of my spirit, to the detriment of my soul, to the detriment of my relationships, to the detriment of my physical form. You know, it was just really not a great place for me to be. And I knew it. I absolutely knew that I was too sensitive to do that type of work because I watched the people who were excellent at it and they were the type of people who just, they, they didn't care. They would just go home and, and go home. 
and, you know, leave work at work. And I just am not that type of person. I just, when I'm working with somebody and when I actually have a relationship with my clients, a relationship with the businesses that my clients own, I really just have such an immersive experience with them. It's super important to me. I think about you guys all the freaking time. So I need to have a business structure that actually works where I get paid for the time that I'm actually looking after your business. Maybe even in the middle of the night, I'm getting information for your business. And so why is it super important today for me to talk to you about overgiving? Well, overgiving is the genesis of what will burn you out every single freaking time. It's the genesis. And so overgiving this, you know, germ or seed of overgiving, where does that come from? Well, it comes from your childhood. It comes from your role models. It comes from where you were getting head pats as a child, you know, just that overgiving that service before self, you know, it may come from culture. It may come from, um, you know, going to church or going to temple. And, you know, it just doesn't work, you guys. You know, so overgiving is a form of sort of anti-selfishness. Like it's, it's, there's a whole lot of information in there. And so today I'm going to give you some information that is from your mindset. I'm going to give you some information that is from your body. And you can really start to dig down and find out the genesis for yourself. Now, are we going to solve overgiving in 60 minutes or 55 minutes or less? No. And if this is something that's important to you, then I would recommend that you make an investment in yourself to solve this before you enter another burnout. Because if you've been in one burnout, you are most likely going to be in another burnout and another one until you actually solve it for yourself with support, with systems, with structures, with mentorship. Because nothing significant ever changes without those things in place. And so after the break, I'm going to invite you to join me for the or for the mindset segment of Big Fat Lies. Because if we can come in through the mind, sometimes the body will relax and allow us to get into the shamanic tools of what's required to get rid of your burnout and also stop those places where you're overgiving. So you have been listening to Big Fat Lies on the Inspired Choices Network. My name is Jennifer Kramer-Lewis. Please join me after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer-Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be.
Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. All right, we are back. So before the break, we were talking about how when we don't have the right mechanisms to take care of ourselves, we burn ourselves out. And so I don't know if you had great models for role models for taking care of yourself, but I certainly didn't. I grew up with an alcoholic, workaholic father and a workaholic, rageaholic mother. And so neither of them had the the role models themselves to take really, really great care of themselves. And so, you know, when you don't take care of yourself, there are other people watching you not take care of yourself. And we all know it's not what you say, it's what you do in front of your children that makes a huge difference on what it is that they end up picking up from themselves or for themselves. And so also, Overgiving is the genesis of what will burn you out every single time. And it comes from your childhood. It's programming from your childhood, you know, service above self. Uh, and, you know, sort of like anti selfishness. And so here's the thing. And it's so funny. One of my old coaches said, Well, why wouldn't you be like, if selfish is like the worst thing that you could be, it's telling you that being yourself or being like yourself is a bad thing. <laughs> so hilarious. So freaking hilarious. So I wonder, you know, as we go into the mindset part of the program, I want to talk to you about like how much is your heart shut off to you? Like maybe your heart is actually more available to other people than it is to you. Like is loving yourself completely alien? And so that's what I wrote. Heart shut off to yourself and your needs is the first thing that I want to talk about in the mindset part of the program. And so how do you know if your heart is shut off to you? Well, it's funny, you know, what comes to mind is, are you the type of person that gets more excited about other people's birthdays, and other people's celebrations, than you get excited about having a celebration for you? Like, is a celebration for you kind of embarrassing? Is it kind of like weird? Like, are you the type of person that's like, oh, don't worry about it? (laughs) 
and you kind of like get squirmy when somebody wants to be generous with you do you have difficulty being generous to yourself you know there's a lot of people that I've met in my lifetime who would give away food before eating it themselves and so that used to work it used to work where your generosity going out into the world was always fed back to you. But here's the thing. If you have a blocked heart because your heart's been injured, then people might be trying to be generous with you. They might be. But are you actually receiving the generosity that they are trying to be generous to you with? Now that's a mouthful. So how do you know if you are open in your heart? Well, if you need something, if you truly need something, are you able to pick up the phone and ask people for it? Most overgivers aren't. They just can't. They cannot pick up the phone and ask for help. It's just like, uh uh-uh, can't do it. You know, they'll be down to the last 50 bucks in their bank account and, you know, they will have lent or given thousands and thousands of dollars to other people. But when it comes time for them to say, hey, you know what, I'm feeling vulnerable, I need help, um, they just simply can't do it. It's just a, it's not happening. Now, again, are we going to solve it in 55 minutes or less? No. Part of the big fat lies is just being aware of the big fat lies. And awareness is, again, a genesis of itself. You're like, oh, my God, I do that. You become aware of it. And then it'll show you all the places and spaces where you're doing that. Now, what you do with it after that is always up to you. And I'm going to recommend next week's show uh, is going to be a really cool exercise in learning how to make choices, uh, a lot of choices that are correct for you. And so the next thing that I want to talk about is not paying attention to your own artistic expression and your individual contributions, making time for your own passions. And so you're thinking, well, how does that go? Like, what does that actually have to do with overgiving? Well, sometimes you're spending so much time doing stuff for other people, doing stuff for your clients, doing stuff for your family, doing stuff for your loved ones, doing stuff for your community, doing stuff for your church or your temple, and you're not doing anything to grow your heart And here's the thing, if you're not doing anything to grow it, it becomes an atrophy. So we all know that the universe is either expanding or it's coming back into itself. It's either growing or atrophying. And so nothing is ever in stasis. So if you're not doing anything to explore or grow your own personal talents, your own personal genius, your personal artistic expression, then it's imploding. It's imploding. And so then what does that do? It hurts your spirit. It hurts your actual soul when you're not doing anything to 
build your genius, build your artistic expression. Now, do you have to be a painter? No. Do you have to be a singer? Do you have to do what's quintessentially considered art? Absolutely not. This show is one of my artistic expressions. Like I always notice the lies that people are telling themselves that are imploding their universe, that are stopping them from being happy, stopping them from being healthy. And, you know, the information that I get from spirit, from source, for what they can do differently has been around since I was a child, I got information for people very, very young. You know, my mom was kind of my first client. I would just tell her what she needed to do. And a lot of the time she would listen, blessed her for listening to a little kid who was her life coach. So yeah, thinking about that for yourself, like what is your genius? Like, do you love to make art? Like, it's so funny. I was in another class yesterday and we did make a piece of art And for me, like, I don't know that I'm spending enough time doing actual tactile physical art. Um, I used to, uh, I used to crochet and knit and, you know, just be able to like make things. And, you know, so it, it is time. Like, I know that for myself and I'm going to invite you that there is time and it is time for you to start having produce from your individual artistic expression and your body requires it even if you're a shitty painter even if you're not great at knitting or crocheting or whatever this produce is maybe you're not a good singer and you just love singing anyways because it just lifts your heart like why not you know I've talked about this on the show before my son was saying to me like why does everything that you make have to be like commercially viable like if you can't sell it or you can't get somebody to buy it like why why would you stop if it's just making your heart feel full to like paint something or make a shitty little cartoon or you know sing or make make a funny pun or or like weird raku pottery that's that's no good <laughs> like this is the thing that I want to invite you to you guys is your individual artistic expression whatever it is needs to be unleashed because what it does is it builds your aura and then your ideal client can find you even if it's nothing to do with business nothing to do with business you know it's just so playful it's so fun So what is it that your artistic expression would do for you that nothing, oops, I'm like waving my arms around, that your artistic expression would do for you that nothing else will do for your body, nothing else. And so we've already talked about it a bit, but I really, what is the effect on your body that chasing the almighty dollar is doing like any mindset that you have that you know cash is king and that you know like it's so funny I see this on the internet all the time these people are like well you know why are you watching Netflix when you could be working on your business you know why are you you know how come you're not waking up at five o'clock in the morning to work on your business and uh, it's just so exhausting You know, those point of views have no 
um, no care for your heart, no care for your spirit, that you actually do need downtime in order to be able to, um, what do I want to say, solidify some of the concepts that your brain is coming up with you, for you and with you. You know, have you ever noticed that, like, it's so funny, this is what happens. I try to like go get a massage. And when I get a massage, all of the things that I have been like building in the back of my mind come to me while I'm having a massage. And so obviously I have massages often because I know that that information is in my tissue of my body. And so when the person is giving me a massage, it helps me solidify these business concepts and new products that I'm building. So if I had a mindset that, boy, I better not spend any money on massages, I better not take care of my body and, and be so extravagant with what I'm doing with my physical form because, you know, like cash in, cash out kind of thing. Well, you know, it's a crazy mindset and I want to invite you to something completely different. Like what is really required to prosper? Well, you need your freaking health. You need your health. You know, even the Dalai Lama said Western society, like I'm going to bastardize this, but he says Western society just flabbergasts him. He says, you know, they spend all of their youth in the pursuit of money. And then around 50, they flip the switch and spend all of their money in pursuit of youth. And so I wonder if it's time to quit doing that and to actually notice, be a little detective, be a scientist, notice what's required for you to prosper in your life and business. You need your health. You do. You need energy and vitality. And so if you're not doing anything to build energy and vitality, then I'll tell you what, you guys, you are on a roller coaster to burnout, Phil. <laughs> you are accelerating on a roller coaster to burnoutville so we are heading into the second break can you believe it we're already halfway through the show and i've got way more for you after the break when we move into the body segment you have been listening to big fat lies my name is jennifer kramer lewis and we are on the inspired choices network join me after the break have you ever said to yourself i knew i shouldn't do that how did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. 
We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness. We're already halfway through the show. And so halfway through the show, we switched over to the body, the shamanic element. And so it's so funny, especially in Western society, I would say that we are so programmed that our intellect rules the show. And so how do you know that the intellect doesn't rule the show? Well, I'll tell you what, what happens when people are in repeat burnout is that their body takes over, doesn't it? It's like, okay, well, I'm going to just going to develop fibromyalgia and then good luck going to work. I'm just going to develop cancer and then good luck going to work. I'm just going to develop chronic fatigue or, you know, some sort of multiple sclerosis or just like the body will take over the body just takes over and so if you are at that stage and at that phase well we've all seen these like miraculous recoveries when people start making their body the number one thing that they're going to pay attention to in their life and it's so interesting when I started to learn about human design I looked at my incarnation cross and my incarnation cross is something called the vessel of love and I'm actually here to love my body <laughs> which is hilarious because I would say that I spent the first half of my life pretty much detesting my body well not my childhood actually my childhood I I really did have an amazing childhood. I had trees to climb and bikes to ride and horses to ride. And, you know, the physical aspect of my childhood, my expression in my physical being uh, in my young childhood, especially was really, really remarkable. And so once I found that out, I thought, isn't that curious? Because I do facilitate a ton about the expression of your body, about you nurturing your body, about you paying attention to your body and the intelligence in your body. Well, there's something called heart math. And I would say the heart math Institute is one of the ones who has done a ton of research about the intelligence of your body and that your heart is a, a neurological intelligence center. Your gut is a neurological intelligence center. I would say your womb or your testes are a neurological intelligence center as well as your brain. And so it's super important to consult with all of these experts that you have inside your body and, you know, sometimes I'll put my hand here and I will get a different answer than I get here and then a different answer than I get from my guts and a different answer that I get from my womb. And so majority rules, if I get, you know, a tie, then another part of my body can actually break the tie. But in most cases, if I get one no from any part of my body, I tend to pay attention and, and I just won't do whatever it is that I'm being asked to do. 
And so the first thing that I want to talk about in the body segment is that the body keeps track or score. And I wonder if that is something that you are aware of. And so if you make choices that are against you, the body keeps track or score. And, you know, so if you make enough choices that are against what the body wants, the body will get sick and get what it wants. And so that's not bad. It's actually like a fallback system. It's a, um, what do you want to call that? You know, it's like you have another protection valve on your body. Um, you know, like your brain might burn you out, but your body's like, mm, no. <laughs> We're just going to make it so that you're so sick that you have to go into the hospital so that you could take a freaking break. And I remember one of the employers that I worked for years ago would do that. They would make themselves sick, I think three or four times a year so bad that they had to go into the hospital and you know be in a hospital bed and so you don't have to do that to yourself knowing that the body keeps score and that any trauma that you're inflicting on yourself will go into the tissues of your body what do you do instead well maybe stop doing stuff that's not good for you and how do you know it's not good for you? Well, in most cases, in hindsight, you know that that was a crappy decision for you. So what would it be like for you to like flip the switch and know in advance that that was a crappy decision for you? And so a good question that you can ask yourself is like, will this be a life changing decision? And then you might get a yes or no. And also you can ask, you know, what is the long-term trajectory of this decision? Show me what a yes will be like in five years and show me what a no will be like in five years. And so if the yes feels like, oh my God, no. And if the no feels like, mm, our life will be better if we say no to this then you got to make that choice, no matter what it is, no matter if it's like, it could be even against your culture to say no to like your parents or no to authority figures. Time right now, it's time to be able to know that the choices that you're making, the incremental choices that you're making, macro and micro for your body is programming your body. Every second you're programming your body and the more you consult with your body, like asking it, hey, is this a good choice for me? 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 The more your body can start to show you. And even when we talk about your human design authority, in most cases, it's still located in your body. You know, your body will have the impact of the choices. You know, these choices are going to age you. These choices are going to steal your vitality, steal your mental health, steal your physical health, you know, rob you of your spirit, rob you of your soul, you know, and like, I, I know I'm taking you to church a bit on this, but it's really, really freaking important that people be piloting their body from their heart, not from their intellect. Your body needs you to be piloting you from the heart space. 
It's super freaking important. And if you're ready to face that you don't know how to do that and to hire a mentor, well, I'm going to recommend that you work with me. I think I'm probably the world's best at showing people all of the different ways that they can tap into their heart space and actually know what a correct choice is for you. And we're going to be talking about that on next week's show, which is at one o'clock Pacific. And it's really, really important that you tune into that show, especially with what's going on in the world. The next thing that I want to talk about is doing every single thing by yourself. And like how much have we been programmed by mainstream media that, you know, to be truly independent, you have to do it by yourself and to actually even take credit for any of your creations, you have to do it by yourself and for yourself. Like I think about that Destiny's Child song, or maybe it's Beyonce, the independent women's song. And, you know, it's like, you have to be doing everything by yourself and for yourself. Well, I want to tell you that the flow, the infinity loop of flow is the most powerful flow there is. So if you're gifting, 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 and you're refusing to receive the fuse, like the, um, what do I want to call it? The filament won't be bright. So it's like the friction, the, the gifting and receiving loop is what allows the energy to come into your body from all of the different sources, from the earth, from other people, from animals, from your artistic expression, from your business artistic expression, financial flows, all of those things. Like if you're not set to receive, in most cases, it is in your heart center that's damaged. It just is. Your heart center is actually where you do most of your receiving. Your creativity is in your sexual chakra. Your heart center is what allows you to receive from other beings. And I'll tell you what, who has the money on the planet? Other beings. So if you mostly just hate people and you don't want to receive from people, then that's going to show up in your financial flows. <laughs> You're probably like, shit, <laughs> she's discovered it. She's discovered it. Oh my goodness. So community, 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 super freaking important that you know that the best way for you to receive financially is from community. And that is your heart chakra is community. And so what communities can you be invited to? What communities can you respond to? What communities can you just go join that would allow you to have a better gifting and receiving? Now, for me, in my programs and in my communities, it's super, super important that people join the community knowing, one, they're going to learn how to receive better, and that, two, that infinity loop is always working. And so if you're stopping receiving, then we need to change that, and community is the best way to do that. And so the last thing that I want to talk to you guys about is environment. This is something that really, really is super, super important. 
And so this is something that is in human design is something called your environment. And there are six different specific environments that if you aren't in your correct environment, you can get burnt out, you can get sick. And uh, it wrecks your financial flows, it wrecks your vitality. And mine is something called caves. And so I need to have a specific place that's just mine, that has a door on it that people know that they're not allowed to intrude into. And it's really, really interesting. I've had this environment my whole entire life. And when I was a kid, my room was often a public space like um, I had the washing machine in my room and so my mom could just come in and do laundry whenever she wanted no matter what I was doing I didn't have exclusive use of my room and there were parts of my life where I did have exclusive use of my room and there were parts of my life where I didn't have exclusive room use of my room and I have caves as my environment so I need to have my cave and nobody else gets in my cave unless they're invited into my cave. And so there are five other environments. So it's super important for you to know what your correct environment is and to make sure that you are having the highest and best use of your physical environment, your correct physical environment. And so I wonder if that could be something that's causing your burnout or exacerbating your burnout. So that's something to think about. So we're heading into the final commercial break, if you can believe it. We're three quarters of the way through the show. I have quite a bit more to share, so we'll see if we can get it in there. You have been listening to The Big Fat Live Show. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and we are on the Inspired Choices Network. Join me after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness, you guys, can you believe it? So if you're just joining me, I'm so, so thrilled that you've taken time out of your day today to learn about how to stop over giving. So I want you to go back to the beginning of the show. If you are listening on the replay, the replay should be up really, really quickly after the show. And that's what I love about my production team. And so I wonder what it would be like if we could have a generational healing on this thing called overgiving. 
you know, I would say that that's one of the things that I stand for is for you to have all of your time and all of your energy and all of your genius and all of your vitality at the beginning of the day. And you can dole out that gold only to people who truly deserve it, only to people who can truly be the energy of that infinity loop with you. You know, because we've all been in relationships with people where they just want to get their fangs into you and suck you dry. And you don't have to be with those people. It's never a surprise in the long run. You're like, oh, shit, I knew that person wasn't good for me. And so let's not do that again. (laughs) At the end of the day, I would love for you to be a detective on what does work for you and what doesn't work for you and how to really be clear, super freaking clear so that your body can start talking to you so that your heart can start talking to you and really give you the feedback and the information on what are great long-term relationships for you what are great long-term jobs or contracts for you where to live that's correct for you who to invite into your realm into your cave that's correct for you and Because the more you have gifting to you, the more vitality that's coming towards you, the more you can do and be your genius. And that's what you're here for. You're not here to like shovel shit. You're not here to do the things that don't work for you. You're not here to be someone's slave. You know, it's, it's, that's not what you're here to be and do. If you're listening to me, you're probably looking for the keys to the cage and I have them. I have them. And I would love to work with you. If you've been stalking me for a while, if you're considering working with me, I'd love for you to reach out, reach out on social media, send me a message from my website, do whatever you need to do to get a hold of me. And let's talk about what's coming for you and how you can really step into that heart space and really change things for you, get you out of burnout and get you on the super highway to financial security and having that beautiful mindset, all of the energy that you need in order to be able to do what it is that you came here to be and do. So let's talk about what we're going to talk about next week. Now, here's the thing. I can tell you without a lie, you are not seeing the whole picture of what's happening on the planet right now. Why are you not seeing it? Because you're not supposed to see it. You're not supposed to see it. So no matter where you are on the internet, no matter where you, what news outlets that you're looking for, And no matter who you're talking to, you are not seeing the entire picture. You will be seeing a a facet of the picture. And so it's super, super important for you to be able to put the information together that you need to know to be able to make correct choices for yourself going forward. Whether those are medical choices, whether those are personal choices, where you need to live, whether or not you need to move. Like all of the things that are happening on the planet right now are major. They're major. And so 
what else do I want to talk to you about? I want to talk to you about your individual decision-making process. So next week's show is called, in Canada, we have an election coming up. And so it's called How to Know Who to Vote for in Canada. And so, no, I'm not going to go into party platforms. I'm not going to go into you should vote for these people because of this thing. What I'm going to do is I'm going to show you your individual decision making process. Now, I don't care if your family votes as a block. I don't care if you've always voted for this particular party. And I certainly don't care if you're you know, tuning in from Australia or New Zealand or the UK. I want you to know what your individual decision-making process looks like. And because for me, I really sense that the more major decisions that we know how to make correctly for ourselves, the more the longevity of those major decisions can help to nourish us, even if we really are in a shitty part of the world experiencing the most shitty uh, political unrest and upset. It's super, super important that every decision that you make be from your correct decision-making authority. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share that with you, how your body, your specific energy type makes decisions. And there's a bunch of different types of authorities. And, you know, you may not have the type of decision-making authority that just makes up their mind and sticks to it. So no matter what somebody says to you, you may not be the type of person that can make up their mind and stick to it. You might be the type of person that takes three weeks to make a choice. You might be the type of person that takes a whole lunar cycle to make a choice. You might need to just like blurt all of your thoughts and feelings out and sort them yourself. But you also need to tell the people, hey, this is how I make decisions. Can I please just blurt out all of my thoughts and feelings? And I don't need you to help me sort them. I just need help. And so definitely let people know if that's your decision making authority, because people might want to strangle you. <laughs> for any of these decision-making authorities. So it will be very cool for you to have this information, especially if you're in a part of the world that is experiencing some unrest, which I think is mostly the whole world right now. And so what I'm hoping is that we can have a nice relaxing time together exploring how you best make choices and I'm going to advocate for you to know that so during this show we're going to learn how your body makes choices so please join me at one o'clock pacific next Friday for big fat lies I'm so thrilled that you joined me today and hopefully this was of value build to you please reach out to me bye guys Thank you for listening to Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully by opening your eyes to the Big Fat Lies.